0: Welcome to Cherry Beckert's GovCon podcast, where we discuss current government contracting trends, compliance matters, and best practices to guide federal contractors forward. I'm John Carpenter. I'm a principal with Cherry Beckert, and with me today is Kurt Smith, one of our consultants in our government contractor services group. Kurt, thanks for joining me today. I'm glad to be here. And today we're going to talk about some of the reasons that contractors are perhaps not successful when they are trying to get their accounting system uh, deemed adequate going through a DCAA audit or audits uh, conducted by firms like ours and uh, this is otherwise often referenced by the standard form that DCAA DCAA uses which is a SF-1408 so sometimes companies call this a 1408 review Uh, Kurt spent a lot of years at DCAA, and I'm sure he passed almost everyone. But I bet you flunked a few along the way. I flunked probably half. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are uh, here to talk about what are some of the key reasons you found, or some of the most common reasons you found that companies were not able to get their system deemed adequate.
1: Um, well, thank you, John, for the opportunity to address this issue. And I would say uh, the most prevalent reason contractors fail the uh, compliance review is that they just don't know how to account properly for the costs of jobs. In other words, they have not allocated all uh, expenses um, in their books to jobs. What that means is that you a contractor needs to uh, allocate all of its direct costs and indirect costs, overhead and G&A, to jobs. And to people that are new to government contracting, this is a new requirement because in the private sector, all that really matters is whether you're making money or not, right? Exactly. It's P&L. But when the government sends an auditor out to conduct an adequacy review of your accounting system, the government is doing that uh, in contemplation of awarding a cost-type contract to your firm. So what the government wants to know is can your accounting system properly account for the costs of each job individually? If a contractor has both government jobs and commercial jobs, well the government wants to see uh, costs allocated to both government and uh, uh, commercial jobs. Uh, and so, simply put, all the uh, expenses on your P&L should be allocated out to jobs and it should be very clear. You should. Uh, be able to identify how much direct labor is charged per job, how much um, uh, indirect costs uh, like GNA or overhead are allocated using an indirect rate structure. All of those expenses should be allocated. Uh, a second reason would be um, really the failure to apply the cost principles in FAR 31.2, uh, specifically most often the inability to uh, identify and remove unallowable costs such as interest that's a common expense that is allowable by the uh, a deduction by the IRS but the government uh, does not pay interest so it has to be removed from your expenses and again in a commercial world this
0: whole concept of unallowable costs is rather bizarre it's just not common in the commercial space that is correct
1: and um, so many contractors haven't read through the cost principles and they they haven't uh, sort of gone through their books and made sure that they're not claiming Costs that uh, are otherwise unallowable. Um, another one would be poor timekeeping, and I'll make this quick, but if a contractor cannot properly account for time, then their direct labor charges and indirect labor charges will be completely wrong, right? If you're not charging jobs properly using a timesheet, then how are you going to know where people are spending their time and how to allocate that time? Um, one other thing, though, on this that I encountered in an audit uh, was where owners of these small firms are not charging their time to jobs. In other words they're not taking money out of the firm to pay themselves so they're not completing a timesheet to charge the jobs. Why would they record their time if they're not taking any money out of the firm to pay themselves? Well the government still wants you to charge your time to the job. They want to know what the job really costs. Uh, If you choose not to take a salary as an owner that's up to you. Uh, you need to create a payable account on your balance sheet for the amount of money or cash that is owed to you for your labor. Uh, But you don't have to take the cash. You do need to record your time to jobs. Uh, The fourth and final one would just be poor or inadequate bookkeeping, I would say. People are just new to it, and they're just not very good at it. Yeah, and the government's not always very tolerant of just
0: old-fashioned, sloppy bookkeeping. Not at all. Yeah. Well, great. Well, Kurt, thanks very much. and, uh, and we hope everyone will join us uh, on a future podcast. Thank you.